Shelby from the six yard line who sends it into the roof of the net. Welcome to the Anytime Notebook. Uh, here every single week, mark your card for the weekend. You know the score by now. Uh, we'll chuck in a few set piece threats, some rampaging wing backs, maybe. And how about some forward thinking holding midfielders? I think we've got one or two this week. Uh, regular listeners, welcome back. New listeners, great to have you on board. No matter how bad your week has been or how testing the week has been, there's nothing better than a Thursday evening and talking to you, John Bywater. How are you, John? Oh, a lovely praise there, Gav. Thank you very much. Yeah, happy, um, happy Ross Ross Sykes is five to one to score against <laughs> Liverpool Day. Um, <laughs> see how, how things have changed. What price would you have, What price would you have taken on that three years ago? So, oh, <laughs> that well, yeah, that that being an event. Is, uh, yeah. <laughs> yes, that uh, even, yeah, even that being a uh, a meeting would have been a big enough price. But absolutely, it's a funny old game, as someone once said. Absolutely, we've got um, we've got the fair share of terrible prices to pick out, which we do every week. Uh, winning prices—that's what they're called. Those terrible ones that we don't back. They're usually the ones that win. Uh, more on that later. Um, let's stop off first off, John. We'll talk about our competition winner. Round of applause, please, mm. for uh, Keith Dowding. It's drawn a giant. Syphilis round of applause, John. Thank you. You were doing your own. Uh, um, your own um, I, I forgot that you have really good audio effects, and I just started clapping. That, that, that was the crowd that listened to us live. They 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 pay extra to sit behind me and listen. That is going to appear as a um, good sound effect for the rest of the season. I'll just slow it down a little bit, and it'll be a John Boywater slow hand clap. And we, that we should bring out at special special moments, uh, perhaps when, you know when defenders have missed um, sitters in front of goal. But uh, yeah, we'll we'll decide what to do to do with that later. Uh, strong heat it was, John. Lots of people with mm. chances, few non-runners in there as well. Few Leicester players letting some people down. You did well if you had Jordan Rhodes and Al Hamadi who were. Um, well clear of the rest. It was all came down to which championship selection that you had and the quarter goal that Hadji Wright helped himself to on the Friday night at Birmingham or against Birmingham uh, was the difference in the end. Keith, uh, gift pack is on the way to you, 30-odd entrance, which was good. We'll do the same again this weekend. Um, it's well at this done, point, Keith. John, I'll... I'll uh, sorry, yeah, well done, Keith. Yeah, I'll um, I've made a few selections, but we'll put them up on Twitter as well. But I'll uh, I'll remind mm. people about the rules and regulations because they are important. Um, towards the end of the podcast, good to have you all back, though. Uh, John, reflections. I saw a couple of games this week, but reflections for you on a week of football that was. Yeah, no problem. I thought, where did I finish in that comp? I had uh, I had Dion Charles and Al Hamadi, and I had. Um... Emmanuel, Emmanuel Lathe. I thought you I'd done okay were, there, but you were close. You were the only one who had a Monday selection, uh, and I was waiting on Dion mm. Charles. I thought, well, there's no way he's going to get over a goal XG here. And sure enough, did you see the sitter yeah. that he missed? Yes. Yeah. That, yeah. He, he nearly missed. did. Zero point nine six. I think that was in the book. But yeah, still not enough. Still oh. not enough. To, but you were you were a fast finishing third. Um, well, that's okay. That's uh, be- better than expected, Gav. Um, better than expected. Right, we, go, so we go again. Have... We go again this weekend. <laughs> we always go again. Um, in the championship, I thought there was um, 
Well, we've got the story of the Wharton brothers for Blackburn. Uh, Scott Wharton scores again, as I'm now titling this section. Um, I mentioned a couple of weeks ago, if you ever got a run in the side, it might have been longer than that, his scoring record for a centre-back is very, very good for the minutes played. Um, he did a, he scored a few weeks ago, even though he played about 10 minutes before getting injured again. And he scored again last weekend. But there was the assist from his brother, Adam Wharton. That got me thinking, Gav, any other, and for the listeners really, any other EFL brotherly combinations that have even combined for goals over the years. I couldn't oh, think of any others, to be I honest. Didn't, I, I didn't, yeah, these ones didn't combine. Although the Bulldogs were on my list. They Were were they mm. ever at Oxford together? I don't know. Uh, I'm not possibly. Sure. I'm not yeah. It feels like one was a fullback, one was a striker. I'll have to have a look. Um, I don't know whether the, um, did the, Bell- the Bellinghams mm. didn't turn out together, did they? Um, they're, they're one for... Well, no. The younger one was about 14 when the other one was 17. So there you go. Yeah. They're good, Gav, but they're not that good. <laughs> they're not that good. That's it. I'm, I'm going and... for the Bellingham's overrated. That's my new... Uh... <laughs> yeah. We'll add it to uh, Ipswich won't stay the distance. And That's right. It, it, league one side, Ipswich. That's, That's it. Right. And, and Hadji White will never come to anything. We'll add that to those. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, never, as I was walking my dog, it did make it did remind me of um, the three brothers that I'm sure have played. I didn't. They don't play together, but they were playing at the same time in the football league. We all remember the Wallaces. There's plenty of airtime mm. given to the Wallaces, right? There, Rod Ray and Danny. Uh, plenty of yeah. game time given to them as well. They they played before even you started doing a podcast. I think we're going back a bit there. <laughs> Last time I backed a winner, I think was, uh, was Danny right. White. Danny won his any time. Black and black and white winner that was. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Uh, anything else? Anything else? Tickle your fancy yeah. from the week that was. No. Uh, well, it's good to see um, perennial due index uh, Jan Vestergaard finally score in midweek. Um, can't say he didn't warn us. He's only nine to one best, so you're not going to kick yourself about that. But he finally got a got the goal that was coming. Um, I thought an interesting player was uh, picked up midweek again in the championship for Plymouth was Kane Kessler Hayden. We've mentioned over the years. Um, yes. Seems to be a bit of a seems to be a bit of an all or nothing, either very good or not very good, according to some Plymouth reports I've read. But he's still very young. Um, I don't know yeah, whether he's plenty I, of games. I don't know whether I mentioned it in the home game against Plymouth, but he was yeah often was the furthest forward down the right hand side. I'd made him. I didn't yeah. the, the the metaphorical notebook that I have in my head as I was watching that game. I didn't actually write it down, but um. No, I think I think you did mention that at the time because he. You also said I think then at the time there was a, quite a home away bias with him. And again, midweek they were away to QPR. Mm. They they were well they were well down to ten men by then after the early Dan Scar sending off and way after they're down to ten men, uh, Kessler Hayden had two shots from open play. So there's there's something there. I think he's still he's still quite a fair price really. I think he'll he'll pop up sooner or later. John, I missed you last night. It was the it was the peakest of peak Russell Martins that you could ever imagine in your entire life. Oh yes, it was, um, that. Oh, it was a pleasure to watch. I don't know my the, my better half who uh who has started coming to games with me this year <laughs> for her. I have no idea why, but she has. But um, even she turned around and said, "Oh, how on earth do they watch this every week?" 
And it was so... Oh, she, was, she she saying, was she saying, knock it up to the big man? <laughs> Get it in the mixer. That's what, even that's what she was saying as we just, <laughs> as we just stood off for 70 minutes and just watched that back to just pass it amongst themselves and the keeper. It was, um, it was, uh, it was glorious to watch. Um, lucky we took the uh, lead else. Um, yeah, those games become even more boring when Southampton, but nothing we didn't know about Southampton already. Uh, look impressive. Uh, but we've seen this. We've seen this Russell Martin game play out plenty of times. We know, we know what happens. Um, that was it for me. Good, good, uh, good result against Birmingham, who looked terrible, and then went and won at Cardiff in midweek. So I can only imagine that Cardiff are even terribler than the Birmingham side that I saw last Friday. Um, we'll stop off in midweek. Uh, we mentioned uh, Harry Darling last week. Uh, we also mentioned that uh, well, hey, the, this the run of form that he has very rarely pays its way and sure uh, as clockwork. Uh, it did pay its way, 16-20 equaliser for Swansea at Stoke in midweek. Good far post run, 11 shots in the last five for Darling, seven on target. Um, we said the 16s might be short-lived. Uh, haven't looked at the price actually, but I shall have a look before the end of the podcast. And uh, Shane Duffy, the other championship centre-back on most punters' radar. We mentioned him again last week. Another two headers at goal from corners last weekend against Preston. Five consecutive with a return in the XG column. And I went back and had a re-look at them. Four of those really good, strong chances. Um, Had none uh, yesterday. But big game for Norwich. Very much looking forward to that East Anglian derby. Is it an East Anglian? Oh, just an Anglian derby. So I'm not too sure, but, but yeah, it should think, be a very I good game. Going to be a lively one, that. The Saturday uh, lunchtime kickoff. Already, Jonathan Rowe is um, stoking the fires on the, on X, or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> yes. I uh, guess. Um, I'm sure he's... Um, Covering lots of favour, yeah, with the uh, with the Norwich fans, um, yeah, it should be a good, should be an absolutely cracking game where um, I can't lose, right? If uh, if Ipswich lose, we're proved right. If Norwich lose, we get to see their fans spit the W out once more. <laughs> yes, uh, we. John, I put together. I know people love indexes on this podcast. I put together another one this week, just as I was oh. quickly like looking through what happened last weekend. I've termed this one the big chance index. So out of nowhere, <laughs> big chances for players that haven't been on the radar. Will it? I don't know. We could say future. Future, future attendees of the Dew Index, maybe it's like the Academy oh. Dew Index. That's what it is. Okay, is um, this is this replacing the Dew Index, or is this no? There um, is still a Dew Index. It's oh, been very much the, the, index heavy. This um, people will be pleased to hear that. That's uh... <laughs> they do love. They do less opinion, more just. Tell us the raw data, Gavin, just so we can make our own mind up because you're terrible at it. Uh, Another two efforts for oh our favourite crew defender Callum O'Riordan, um, an outstanding save from Harvey Cartwright in the Grimsby Nets. Um, he's not on the due index because he's already scored, but two massive chances again. And he's like I said, he's had this header that's 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 brought out a great save, plus another one where he's had a kind of wandering foray into the box with a turn and shot that just went wide. Um, Seven big chances I in did, the last um, three, but another two big chances for our friend O'Riordan last weekend. I did point out 
remember when he, he came back from he hadn't been selected, and I, I said in his interview, he said he wanted yes. to get to double figures, and we laughed. But he's, he's got a determined determination about him, the kid. Well, he's well on the way. He's well. We, we, yeah. I mean, yeah. We picked out that determination, didn't we? And he's um, he looks incredibly busy in opposition uh, penalty boxes. Don't get paid on determination, though, Gav. Do you? Sure, That's... No, maybe uh, <laughs> convince ourselves we we should do. Um, how about Timothy Ioma for Lincoln? Goldmouth scramble yes. comes his way, just fails to stick it away for his second in a month. I think that was worth about three quarters of a goal. Um, no scoring record. Uh, well, no, actually, um, yeah, second, no scoring record as such, but almost two in a month, which is good for him. Harrison Neal was a was another one that could be could be on the radar over the next few weeks. Finally, gets a league start for Stevenage. Steve Evans saw some. Um, mm interview pieces with him he says he felt like crying when he's not putting him in the 18 each Friday but just needs to work his way into the image of Steve Evans crying when he's not classic, putting a classic Evans that. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely yeah, yeah. Um, another one he got on the end of a goalmouth scramble he's been really productive over the over the, the um, cup games that he's been playing in but looks an interesting proposition plays defensive midfield but looks like one of those that's probably going to get a bit more forward and Likes to pull the trigger from um, from uh, from twenty yards out or so. Who else have we got? What, what about uh, Jabril Okadina? Um, hasn't scored a goal in three and a bit seasons for Cambridge, but out of nowhere, he sneaks in at the far post with a guilt edge chance against Charlton, which was worth just over half a goal as well. He's um, made me laugh when he popped up on the list, and uh, Michael Rose as well, who spent half of midweek attaching himself to. What Stoke old boy just timing at um at um, Stoke set pieces and helped himself to two great headers um on that game on Tuesday as well. Who knows whether the big the big chance index will make a return, John? But um, they were they were some of the notes that I made as I was scrolling through some of the chances last weekend. Um, I think it's important that we spread time out in between the indexes on this podcast. John, would you like to um? enlighten us with maybe a selection or two um should we head down into i oh know a championship let's start off in the championship with think you've got a, a good selection for us yes no problem mate. it's it comes in the bristol city versus sunderland game and it's jason knight at 15 to 2 um Liam Manning already seems to be coming under pressure in some quarters at Bristol City after only a month in charge. I've seen the same same people who are moaning about Pearson moaning about him already. Um, not quite sure what they expected at this early stage. Don't think it's been helped by... Um, I understand he's had an operation and things, but Nigel Pearson constantly posting about how he loves the Bristol City fans on Twitter and... He posted a lovely uh, farewell present. The squad got him today, and all this lot. Um, so yeah, I think that's. A, I don't think he means anything by it, but yeah, that's sort of going around the background. Possibly isn't that helpful for Manning? Uh, one player who has definitely picked up under Manning, though, is, is the selection Jason Knight. He was actually used as a genuine centre forward in midweek. Um, slightly strange, and Manning did get a lot of stick for this. Is he just combined um, with, yeah, Mark Sykes. That's his name, Mark Sykes. Uh, he just combined with Sykes for three separate chances and then Manning took them both off after about 70 minutes, um, which he came up with some sort of 
thing about Knights had too many minutes of late or whatever. So I don't think it's um, a reflection on the performance, but I thought that was slightly strange. Uh, I was looking at these prices and the first firm up went three to one. So I almost didn't look again, but there is 15 to two available. There's also 13 to two and sixes. Uh, Six to one would be my minimum here against Sunderland. Um, Chance he plays centre forward again. If not, he's been playing as an attacking midfielder, so it's not a big deal either way. So we'll have one point win on Jason Knight at 15 to two. Love that. Yeah, did make the notebook, saw some of those chances against Blackburn in midweek Mm. and um, yeah, noted that he was... um in those more advanced positions. So, um, yeah, good spot. Good spot there, John. Um, I'll tell you what, we'll stop off just at the due index before we head into, I think we've both got a selection in League One. I've got one in League Two that I do really like. We'll stop off at the due index before those. A couple of names, well, one that we haven't mentioned for a while, one that we mentioned really recently, Donovan Daniels, causing Notts County no end of problems. Mm. I should have probably given... Should have probably given him a mention last week, considering how often we want to get against this Notts County. Um, absolutely just given all the time in the world from a simple Sturt free kick. Eight in four chances, uh, eight, eight, eight shots in the last four games for the former Tranmere man who's 18 to one to make a, a mockery of the due index this weekend as well. I'm going to talk a little bit about opposing Notts County for a selection in League Two. The only other player I had, we're going to, Again, I'm going to talk a bit more about later on. Was Josh Knight for Peterborough probably deserved the mention throughout November? Nine key chances in five games over the last month. Not all of them. Kind of ball carrying defender takes a shot from 30 yards or a back post header that loops to the keeper's hands, which is usually John my default position when I think of Josh Knight chances over the last few years. He looked particularly busy. He hit the post against Burton a couple of weeks back. Never scores these days, but. I'll talk a bit more about him later on. I think he's a pretty big price against hapless Fleetwood. And just to let the listeners know, I've put hapless in capital letters on my notes <laughs> that, I'm, that I'm working through. So um, there we go. Uh, John, do you want to, you've, you've got a selection in League One. Um, take oh, we, s- we certainly do. It's uh, one for fans of, is it 70s or 80s cop shows here? Um it's uh, good old Dan Sweeney for Stevenage against Exeter. Was that 70s or 80s? Um, um, it might so have been I before think that, 70s, it? 70s, oh, 70s, isn't it? ITV4 on Saturday mornings, I think. We've definitely done this before. Yeah, OK. Anyway, yes, you've probably guessed, listeners, I don't have many notes on this one. No, I do really. We know what the notes are, John. It's, it's when Carl Piagiani is too short. That's what the notes are. Yeah. Well, come on. No, no, come on. Well, it must be it must be mentioned that Dan Sweeney has just returned from two months away with an injury. Steve Evans has been wrapping him in his freezer for two months and he's let him, he's let him out along with the Christmas meats and he's ready to go again. <laughs> Um, Steve yeah, Evans, Christmas it. meets. I can't wait <laughs> yeah, for that. Yes, nice image for you, that one. <laughs> it's uh, Yeah, he came back against Burton in the last league game. Two efforts straight away for the uh, Sweeney Meister, as I call him. Uh, Piagiani only had one. Not that it's as simple as that, obviously, but Sweeney is almost double the price of Big Carl. Uh, be honest, Piagiani's looked very, very threatening again of late. Hmm. And... 
as far as seven to one shots go, considering the match odds, I don't even think it's ridiculous. I wouldn't really want to go any bigger than that. Um, you've also got. Um, I'm very surprised that Gary Caldwell's still still in the job at Exeter. Uh, big chance of Caldwell out during the home defeat to Vale last weekend. Um, seem to be in most games, but they just can't score goals when they're on top. Um, look at the social media. I know you can't always go by that, but any extra post, it's just constant replies of Coldwell out with this, um, him making a stupid face for some reason. Um, so, yeah, you, you also got Will Ameson suspended after a late yellow card last, uh, late second yellow card last weekend. That will help a little bit. Not that Stevenage normally need a lot of help. And I was, I'm quite surprised that Sweeney's double figures here. So we'll have mm. one point on Dan Sweeney at 12 to 1. Fantastic show. First game I circled, to be honest. You, you make a, mm. a great case for Sweeney. Exeter, Exeter, top of those lists, aren't they? With next year against on from set pieces, yeah. conceded a fair few. Like you say, look at clubbing. This could be uh, this could be a hammering, really. You can't and say that. Stevens so. will absolutely, Evans will absolutely. They love it. They? Just that's just um, yeah. yeah. This is his meat and drink, Evans. When when a manager they've already got um, who got sacked after losing to him a couple of weeks ago. Um, someone did. It's uh, it's a bit of a. It used to be a quite a regular thing, and it's definitely already happened once this season. So. Yes. Great shout, John. We'll I tell you what, we'll stop we'll stop in League One because I just spoke about him, but um I'll uh, I've put reluctantly here. I should be a bit more confident. But I'll have a point on Josh Knight at twenty to one for Peterborough, just in the hope that we can get him on a good day. He hasn't scored in over a year, but as mentioned, just plenty busy over the last month. Fleet was, Fleet would have conceded nine from set pieces, but we get the added value here of you know, Knight wandering forward, some twenty yard efforts. I'm sure we're gonna see plenty of those. Expecting Peterborough to obviously have plenty of the ball. XG telling us he probably should have a two goals this season instead of the none that he's got. Um, the short price to still be none uh, at five o'clock on Saturday. But I thought twenty. Uh, to be honest, I thought twenty to one for anyone to score against Fleetwood oh. at the moment looks worthy of consideration. And I'll gladly put yep. up a point on Josh Knight at twenty to one to continue this terrible run that that, that Fleetwood are on. Um, John, anything else in League One for you? <laughs> Yeah, I've just uh, remembered it was uh, after they beat Burton away. Um, Burton got rid of Dino oh, Mamory yeah. or whatever he's called. Uh, yeah. It seemed seemed ridiculously harsh on uh, him, but they I don't think they ever really wanted him. I think he was <clears throat> just a bit of a stopgap that went on longer than they thought. Uh, anyway, yeah, we've got a... This is definitely a um, very much an egg... An egg, an ex club system. Um, Richard Keogh goes back to Derby with uh, Wickham. Uh, yeah, you've got so much narrative here. Those with a long memory will remember the uh, car crash that he was involved in and the legal issues and how he got sacked. Then I think he kind of didn't, and then I think he got payoff. Uh, it's quite a while ago now, but even so, um, 25 to 1 for the. Uh, fairy tale writers problem is Wickham have been absolutely terrible the last month um, maybe a little bit longer than that they've just fallen off a cliff really and to be fair Derby have looked a lot better than certainly the start of the season so hmm. even at 25-1 to 1, I think I can ignore that one he's uh, it's it's got one goal this season but his scoring record isn't as good as I seem to think it is as well so 
Uh, talking of that, Gav, how about a fortnightly mention for somebody who um, I've probably mentioned more than anyone else this season? Yes, everybody, tick him off your bingo card. It's Lewis <laughs> Freestone. Hey, big cheers at the back for good old Lewis. I'll, um, I'll insert the John Boy Waters yes. hand clap. <laughs> Just made for that. Even moment. though he, I think he, I think he's only twenty-two, so he's not even old, but he's uh, he seems about fifty-two. Um, he missed an absolute sitter late against Bristol Rovers. You won't be surprised last weekend. Um, <laughs> couple of efforts versus Oxford. Uh, not the game before that, but a little bit further back. Once again, his his actual data is is fine for chances created and efforts, but. I must, I must once again remind listeners that he has one career goal in about 150 or 60 games. <laughs> Just the way we like it, Gav. But no, I'm trying to stay off him, but. I've got to mention him. He is popping up out still. Well, I'm just playing his. I'm just playing his chance live now, John. Let me have a look at how bad this this chance was last week. Oh yeah, right under the bar, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did well to miss it, didn't he? Did well. <laughs> did well to miss yes. it. Um, hey, um, my best bet of the weekend. This is. Um, we go down into League Two. As I was um, had a cup of tea and I was watching Donovan Daniels wander with the freedom of given to him by the whole of the Notts County team into the Notts County box all the time in the world last weekend, just to you know miss a free header from from six yards out. It just reinforced um, an opinion that we we often have to get against this Notts County defence, and that probably includes Harrogate. This weekend, who last time they were played a league game, they were chasing down that 2-0 deficit to Wrexham. A price that I absolutely adore here is the Anthony O'Connor price, 18-1 to for a player that's already got five goals this calendar year, notched in that comeback against Wrexham with a great run and header from a free kick, went close against Crawley before that. I put um, just a good old-fashioned intelligent runner here. Old-fashioned is probably doing him a disservice, but just a, a real, a real, mm. you know, when you watch him down the years, John, just an intelligent runner, knows how to times his jumps, wins his aerial duels. My kind of defender that I want to be on from from set pieces, particularly against this not county side. Plenty of fun watching him down the years. Was prolific at Bradford, really, wasn't he? And um, I don't think we could pick a better man to have on our side at the right price against Notts County. I think Harrogate are underrated. I think O'Connor's probably underrated the same. 1.18 to 1, Anthony O'Connor for Harrogate. Very nice. Notts County. Um, they're the two for me. Do, John, do we miss anything off? Mm. Uh, I don't think so, but the, I thought in League Two, again, this is nothing to do with uh, selection, but I thought it was... We're only we're only on game week twenty one, and if you look at the League Two top goal scorer list, there's nine players already on double figure league goals. Wow! Um, I'm pretty sure I've I've gone back a little bit, not only a few years, but it's it's quite a long way a record in any EFL league. I mean, if you look at the championship this season, for instance, there's only three players on double figures at this stage. Uh, I think in League One there's five wow. or maybe yeah. six, but yeah, nine in double figure. I mean, that shows how, I mean, League Two's had a much higher goal rate than uh, definitely League One and, and the Championship. But even so, yeah, it's quite impressive that. Now, Hamadi's going to be off, isn't he? I've got, I've got a. I got a ticket at those, that eighty to one that you put up. Um, yeah, well, he still he, he couldn't have done much more, but I think it's gonna as we as I feared that 
I can't see how he stays because it's not just the goals. He's just like he's unplayable at the moment. I did you, you, I did see someone mention, which is a good point of the week. Maybe your best bet is uh, he gets loaned to a maybe a championship club, who then loan him, sh- or he gets sold to a championship club, who then loan him straight back for the second half of the season. But, yeah, I thought that could happen actually, because I don't think anyone in League One can afford him because they've mm. got the quite big Wickham sell-on clause. So I think it'll be Championship. It won't be Premier League. So yeah, it'll probably be. That's not a bad shout. It could happen. Yeah, could happen. Um, those of us that listened to your anti-post preview, uh, what September time? Uh, um, I will sort it anyway. Um, some tickets for Jamie Reed at big prices as well up in League One. Interesting that we mentioned Jamie Reed because he makes my stable for the uh, competition that we run this weekend, John. John, I don't know. Did you manage to put any three people together, or do you need a bit of time to think? And we'll share it on Twitter after. Or... Mm, yeah, I think I'll share it on. Uh, I, I don't want to give any clues out, Gav, you know. Um, <laughs> Any clues. I shall share right. mine. Uh, a reminder, a reminder of um, of the competition. So we look at three divisions. I need a player from each. We're looking for non-penalty XG as dictated by Y Scout on a Monday morning. Highest score wins each weekend. I tell you what, I've got a bit of um, merch lying around the house. So we'll um if you if you entered last week Enter again this week, and I'll do a cumulative award at the end of the um, at the end of the three weeks as well. If you didn't enter last week, never mind. Still a weekly um, prize up for grabs. So um, yeah, you get a little um, little pack of awesome anytime notebook, good books, uh, uh, good <laughs> goodies. One of which obviously includes a book, <laughs> as you would expect. It is, it is a good. It is a good book. It is a good book. He's got nothing in it, and he's got no opinions from us. So it's already <laughs> yes, worth it. Waiting that's why it's good. It's it's completely plain. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so high score wins. My selections for this weekend is Adam Armstrong, who um, a good good uh, good week for playing against previous sides. For Adam Armstrong, who played us last night and uh, is a Blackburn at the weekend. I'm going to pop in Jamie Reed for Stevenage um, in League One, and no surprises. Uh, where are Wrexham? I think they're at home to Colchester. Someone like that. Paul Mullin gets the nod anyway. So they're my three against the field for XG selections this weekend. John, you're going to let us you share yours on, on Twitter as we approach the weekend. Should we remind people about the selections that were mentioned and put up with a degree of authority um, over this podcast. I went for point on Josh Knight for Peterborough, 20 to 1, and a point on Anthony O'Connor. Uh, at eighteen to one for Harrogate as they host Notts County. John, where did you land? Uh, a point on Jason Knight for Bristol City at fifteen to two. If you just write Knight on your bet slip, you might That's get it. Josh Knight thrown in. Um, yeah, one for one for the wrong ones there. Um, you might get paid. You, you won't. You might get paid at twenties. Um, <laughs> the pencil man is in your area. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we we do like to encourage fraud on this podcast. And, it's, a, it's, uh, a, a point... <laughs> it's a long forgotten art. I'd hope they. I don't know whether they're still about, but um, yeah, I know my local bills got a picture of you behind the counter. I don't know why that is, John, but that's right. Yeah, and uh, yeah, the uh, I won't mention uh, the name I was going to mention because uh, anyway, and a point on Dan Sweeney at twelve to one. Uh, I'd just like to say, Gav, would you like a guess who's just scored for Liverpool? You, it's related to the... Um, he's a podcast favourite. Oh, your man who was at um, Bristol Rovers. Is it? Yeah, Quansar? I thought he'd... 
Yes, I thought he'd scored the other day, but he has actually scored tonight. Yeah. There you go. It's like a, it's like we a... knew him first, didn't we? Gerald oh, that's it. You were on to him. His <laughs> first ever game for Bristol Rovers, you put him up. <laughs> and I remember saying, like, yeah, he'll probably score on a Thursday night for Liverpool in a couple of years' time. Yeah. Um, there you go. It's, there like you a go. Little, um, it's like a little notebook gathering with uh, yeah, Ross Sykes and Quan and Yeah. Christian Burgess is playing. There you go. There you go. Should have got. I'm surprised they didn't invite us for old times' sake. John, yeah. a fantastic got, Thursday um, evening. <laughs> so, Connor, Connor, Connor Bradley starting as well. That was all happening. Ah, here we yeah. go. It is late. We could. Um, yeah, we could. We could. We almost got a, a notebook alumni starting eleven there with it in some quarters. Yeah. John, an absolute pleasure, as always. Uh, a week wouldn't be a week uh, without you, although I think you are away next week. Is that right? <laughs> yes, I'll, um, I, I wish a very... Ha- yeah, thanks, yeah. I wish a uh, very happy Christmas to all listeners because I don't think I'll be recording before Christmas, but I'll be back before the new year. And um, don't worry, Gav, you know that Gav can run the ship very, very well on his own, so that is all good. <laughs> I try and get it down. It used to like five or so minutes, wasn't it? And I still had the music playing in the background. I might try and I'll roll it out for old times' sake. The little, the little five-minute notebook, and we'll. Um... Oh, that that music was so good. We want the music back. I think that's why people tune in. Yeah, we'll um, different intro music. See who I've uh, see who I've um, stolen the audio from local radio stations uh, <laughs> this this week that's to right, stick yeah. without any copyright claims on the front of this podcast will um yeah it could be you could be you uh lewis freestone if you score this weekend <laughs> so, yeah. well, john pleasure as always it's always difficult to bring this podcast to an end as we stumble through the last remaining remnants of what the notebook is sharing with us uh, an absolute pleasure whatever you're backing this weekend let us know about your xg selections uh, be lucky christmas just around the corner um yeah football is flowing opinions are flowing um <laughs> let's see if the notebook can uh, put some winners up for a change john speak to you soon the uh, the notebook never lies and if you you know if you want to get a mental image in your head this weekend think of steve evans and his meats <laughs> <laughs>